welcome to Swapping Joysticks, your home of gaming, LGBTness, um, theaterness, music, movies, Marvel movies, the cinema things, and everything in between. Yeah, I'm going to take my uh, headphones off as well because don't I don't it. don't need it. I don't. You don't want to hear me twice. That's the last thing you want. Um, in fact, I'm not putting around my neck because they're way too big, and I feel like I've got a neck brace on. Welcome, uh, but yeah, this is, this hot mess is Ed Nightingale. Hi, Ed. <laughs> oh, you are in a little slurp. It does pick up everything, you know. You right there? Feeling yep. slurpy? Feeling hot messy. Hot and messy. Yeah. Why, well, thank you very much for the lovely dinner we had tonight. That We had pasta, spicy tomato and bread, and you're apparently it was... nearly vomiting and i've got <laughs> deadly farts brewing that'll probably like if it's anything Don't do that. Like, if it's anything like last week it's usually around about halfway through the quick look and you're like oh was that oh was that oh ben oh ben just please like that please don't do that yeah i need to stop basically mns cuz mns is really close and they do a meal for and two. waitrose is closing so we're currently yeah we we wean weaning ourselves off waitros. They do they do like filled pasta and sauce and bread as like a meal for two deal thing, and it's just really quick to to cook before the podcast. So it takes like five minutes. Um, but um, apparently, bread and pasta together is is far too much for both of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bread and pasta before going, yeah, like kind of before bed, because it's only a few hours until bedtime, it's probably not the best idea. Um, but do you like a Dutch oven? Yes, you're going to get one. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But yeah, welcome. I uh, hope everybody is doing well. Yeah, gluten-free. We are not gluten-free. Maybe you should be gluten Maybe you are intolerant. I mean, we'll find out tonight with all that that you've had. Probably intolerant of a lot of things, to be honest. Don't look at me when you say that. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Uh, speaking of intolerant, I've just downloaded Warzone 2.0. I'm sure Ed will be excited watching that. I will not. I do not want to wish you go shooty bang bang with the pew pew pews. Shooty bang bang. Yeah, well, it's not for me. No. Not for me. Not that kind of shooty bang bang. How how are you feeling anyway, Ed, apart from stuffed? All right. All right. I feel, it's funny, I feel tired today, even though I had a lion yesterday. <laughs> I know. I still feel very tired. Yeah. But fine. Fine. Yeah. How are you? I am fine. Fine. Just fine. Yeah. Just fine. <laughs> I had, I mean, I had a long day at work, a very long day at work. This week is very, very, very long and I cannot wait for it to be over. But I've realised that there's only like four weeks until I've got two weeks off. Um, we are so close to Christmas. Yeah. It's practically tomorrow. I need to start thinking about Christmas shopping. Oh, that's what I need to spend the money on from that sponsor's dream, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'll spend it on. Christmas no, presents. I said do not spend any of that on me. That's no, your mean, money. I don't mean you Christmas presents for you. Well, who else are you buying for? <laughs> I might pay parents. Are you jealous of them? <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. Although my mum, they always get really angry when I buy them presents. So don't? Yeah. I once bought my mum. I went, I remember, I've said this story millions of times on stream, so, but I don't think I've said it on the podcast, so I'll say it on here. I went and bought some Jador uh, perfume, but I don't know what, is that Dior? It is Dior. Jador. Jador. Dior. Dior. Yeah, that one. I went to um, the equivalent of um, House of Frasier in Cardiff, and I remember being like, oh, looking at it and going like, oh, how much is, 
how much is it? And they're like, they went, oh, just give me a second. And they went back and they're like, okay, it's um, 66 pounds. And I was like, okay, how much for the 50 milliliter one? Or the 50 centiliter, is it 50 centiliter, 50 milliliter? Centiliter, I think. Cent- yeah, 50 centiliter one. Yeah, 50 centiliter one. And they're like, no, no, that that is the 50 centiliter one. Perfume is expensive. And I'm running low, just saying. Oh, it's a boring present. And you keep hinting at yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'll give you a surprise. But yeah, no, I rem- but then I gave it to my mum and she nearly cried and was like, it's amazing. And she saved it for whenever she went somewhere really like smart or somewhere, she she made sure she wore that and she kept it for ages. Smart? In York? Well, not. Leeds? No. Really? No, it was when they were on holiday somewhere. Oh, okay. Uh, so they abroad. Used- abroad, yeah. When they went abroad <laughs> to like a Mitchell. Oh, they went- I think she wore it when she went to, she went for their fancy wedding anniversary to the, um, What's the one in London, the guy with the two stars? The guy with the two stars? Yeah, Michelin. Oh, Le Gavroche. Yeah, when they went to Le Gavroche, she wore that. But yeah, she kept it for like a whole year. And uh, so I think she liked that. So I'm like, maybe I should get it again. Well, I think we agreed we're going to buy them buy them some cheese. Oh, yeah, no, they'll like that as well. Yeah. Cheese and wine. You know, to be honest, that will win them over. That wins over all parents. It does. Yeah. How do you call your mum abroad? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, the shoe fits. Wow. Um, but yeah, well, we're uh, we're going to be going up north, aren't we, in uh, just a few weeks? Yeah, Christmas. We're going up north, we're going down south. Going up north and then down south, in that order. Mm. Right. Lots of drinking. Lots of drinking, lots of Christmasing. I'm going to do Oh, the... and tomorrow, speaking of Christmas, tomorrow we're going to a light show. Where we see lights. Yeah, it's like Christmas... Like stuff. I don't know. It's an installation thing for families. Sounds really boring. It's it. Well, we'll probably walk around it in five minutes and then get annoyed with children and then leave. Yeah, the I looked at their website today actually, and the, all the pictures involve children. <laughs> we'll take lots of photos and post them somewhere. Yes. I'm sure there'll be some nice photo opportunities. We should post them in the Discord, which you should all join. Discord.gg/slash/biggestbenus. Okay. That's a weird plug. You've never done that before. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we're going to... That's tomorrow. But we have been, you know, busy doing stuff on Saturday because it was one year since we, you know, went on our first trip to the theatre. <laughs> this is a euphemism. So we went to the theatre again. So we, went to, we did. And the first time we went to the theatre, we went to see Phantom of the Opera. And it was... It's definitely my. I think it is my favorite. It's, I mean, it's on for me. It's on a par with Les Mis about the quality of the musical, but also it's a bit more sentimental because it was like my grandmother's favorite one, and I've always listened to it growing up. And then it was the first musical I ever saw in a theater, and then we went to see it for our first trip that wasn't in a hotel. How touching! Yeah, exactly. There was. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we decided to for to mark one year of that, we'd go and see the Book of Mormon, which you were not a fan of. No, clearly, I hated it too. And no, I felt bad because basically, when it comes to theatre, it turns out that Ben is really picky. I'm not. I just have standards. Ben does not like theatre. I do. I like. You only like certain kinds of theatre, yes. whereas I like all of it. Even if it's shit, I still like watching it. 
and slating it. I'm glad I went to it, and I'm really glad that I can now bitch about it. But it was well, it's it's become my mission to take Ben to see a show that he'll actually enjoy. And I thought, oh, Book of Mormon is uh, is a nice comedy. Um, I'm sure you'll appreciate it. It's also got good music. Um, so it's just, it's very silly, but just a bit of fun to go and watch. Apparently it was beneath you. It wasn't. If Who would have be- thought? If it's beneath me, then it really is saying something. No, yeah. it was really childish, immature, juvenile, offensive humour. It it's turns out written by the writers of South Park. What did you expect? Something that would be funny if people were, if people everyone's saying it's funny, and then you go there and it's not funny. I, uh, I just I didn't like it. There was like a whole song like they go to Africa, and there's a whole song about how everyone there has AIDS, and I'm like. I mean that one song was quite no don't sing it. they're very catchy head. yeah but it's just like the, it's not funny this is 2022 it's not I didn't find it it is literally like 10 years old if not more than it feels 10 years like old. even longer because it sounds like, sounds like something that would have been popular when I was like 14 or so and I'd sneakily watch it without my parents knowing so that would have been you know when was I 14 like about 7 years no uh, 20 years ago so twenty years ago, that would have been funny. Ten years ago, I'm surprised it was. And like recently, no. If you if you tap into your inner fourteen year old, you might enjoy it. Yeah. Um. I I saw it when it when it came out, like within a few months of it coming out, so very early on. Um, oh, and <laughs> my sister paid for it, and um and I really liked it, but also I was clearly immature. And as was the audience, and Is we have definitely same? moved on since then. I feel like um, it's quite so. F- it does. It does feel dated, admittedly. There were quite a few people there, I think, that didn't really like it. I felt I, not everybody. Were, was it more titters than guffaws? There were. You did, I mean, there were some people that were like, like looked at each other afterwards, like oh. <laughs> that was something. Yeah, it was. It was. No, I mean Monty Python had its time. Uh, nowadays, Monty Python, there are some bits in Monty Python that definitely do not age well, but there's some that are just hilarious. Same, I'd say, with Little Britain as well. Yeah. But this was... I. There were a couple of things. Like I, I hated the fact that I actually forced myself to laugh at things because I didn't want you to That's think I was... because I was turning and looking at you to be like, are you laughing? And yeah. you were like... I, I genuinely did that like at least twice. I was like, I've got to laugh, otherwise he's going to think I'm such a miserable bastard just sitting here. But... I'm like, I could have sat there with a stony face the entire time and not laughed once. It was, it was just like, oh yes, I'm going, just if you're gay, you just need to hide it. You just need to hide it. Ooh, did a song, ooh, just Turn hide it. it. Off like a light bulb. No? Yeah, no, it was like, no, fuck did, off. Did you not enjoy the... Um... Fuck off telling people to hide their sexuality. Fuck off. It's ironic. I don't care. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. Don't go and see it. Don't waste your money. Go see anything else. Don't make it, don't go and see it so it'll close down and there'll be a decent musical put in its place. Yeah, as Helen says, it's satire. It is taking the piss. It is not to be taken seriously. And some of, you've had your piece. Some of the writing in the script is dated and not good. However, I maintain that it is a well-created musical spoofing musicals. And if you actually go and watch a lot of musicals 
and you understand the structure of them and the types of songs that are sung, you then go and see that and you can appreciate what they are satirizing in terms of musical theatre. And that's what I really enjoy about it. So the fact that there's a song that's a rip of 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 Wicked, there's one that's My just favorite like the was you telling mermaid. me about that. You're like, this is a this is mocking Wicked. This this one's mocking Lion King. One's this, hairspray. One's, this is hairspray. Um, like well, I had to explain it to you for you oh, to yeah. understand it, apparently. Well, so, I just know <laughs> I, I enjoyed the mocking of musical theatre, but I still think the songs themselves are well written and catchy and well performed. But yes, the actual jokes are very dated now. It was mocking musical theatre for people who like musical theatre in the same way like that scary movie mocked horror movies for people who actually like horror movies. But no, it just, it was offensive. Like, racist satire is still racist. Yeah, agreed. That's what I'm saying. It's very dated. Yeah. I just was like, no. Never want to see anything like that again. And I hate musical theatre. American musical theatre, I think I really dislike. This is what I've realised from you, is that musical theatre was created in America and is very much an American genre. And what you don't like about musical theatre is American musical theatre. Yeah. So I'm really struggling to try and find something that you will enjoy. We're just going to go to the opera, I think. Honestly, I will gladly take you to an opera. As I said, we're going to go and find some... Okay, (laughs) I'm not paying for the Royal Opera House because I am not made of money and I've never been and I would love to. But I will go go and take you... I mean, genuinely, we might do. I will I will take you to an opera. We have discussed how depressing Puccini is. I, can, I love Puccini as there well. There you go. We'll go and watch that. We can go and watch um, The Magic Flute, which is very light and fantasy. Isn't, we can go um, and watch Wagner, which is like full Lord of the Rings as an opera. I think The Magic Flute was um, a Sticky Vicky show. A what now? Sticky Vicky. Ben Adam's fine. You oh, don't now know. Now you've lost me. You don't know Sticky Vicky. Liz knows Sticky Vicky. <laughs> There's no sticky Vicky. Sticky Vicky, she um, she's like it's like a magic act. You know how like a typical magician pulls things out of his magic hat. I can imagine where she pulls stuff from. <laughs> she's retired now. I'm afraid that is not opera. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the magic flute. Thank you very much. Mozart is rolling in his grave. She could probably play the flute there. I'm sure she could. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> That's the magic queef, is what that is. Ah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, um, so yeah, well, um, yeah, because I didn't really like Wicked or Dear Evan Hansen. Hey, I'm stalking. I'm pretending to be right, friends Dear with Dear Evan dead Hansen guy. was also a bit shit, so that's fine. Wicked yeah. is great. It's just it. He's a there and you it's don't not, like though. that. I want to see On- six. People post it talking about six in the chat. I really do want to see six, and mainly because I love the music. If I love the music, I don't care what it is. Um, even Dear Evan Hansen, the best bits were two songs in that. And to be honest, when it comes to um, the racist play, what's it called? Uh, the racist play, that could be anything. Yeah, no, the the one we just saw. Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. Um, it's a musical, not a play. Ah, same thing. Uh, but they had, like, their dancing, their singing was great. And nearly all of the characters looked just like you. Like, literally, you could shave your beard off. And you would be 50% of that cast. Look, every every Mormon in Book of Mormon was a twink. Now, incidentally, so that, when I... I sang in a choir in London, um, we sang Hello from Book of Mormon. And I won the award for Best Mormon because I was the 
campus twink on the stage. I mean, some things things don't even need comment. (laughs) That is one of them. I'm going to hate saying this, but would you like to give a little example of how you, of what you were singing? No. Good. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, by the way, my, one of my colleagues went to see The Mousetrap yesterday because he's like, oh, it's, it's been on there for, you know, so long. It'd be great to go and see it. Came in today and was like, it was the biggest pile of shit I've ever seen. Oh, then I won't hate to see that. No, <laughs> apparently it's Honestly, terrible. Honestly, I am, I am waiting for another big production of Sweeney Todd, which is my favourite musical. And we're going to go and see that together because it is dark and it's bloody and it's a horror film, and it's not musical theatre, it's set in Victorian London. Um, Speaking my language. And it's all kind of gothic, and if you then don't like that, I am never going to the theatre with you again. Oh, no, I think I would. Happy Hansel says, best moment is not a title expected to see on his Wikipedia page. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you get your Wikipedia... I wish I had a Wikipedia page. When you get your Wikipedia page, you're going to have, like, list of honours, best moment. (laughs) Best moment, that was me. Uh... Um, Moon Princess asked if I've seen Fiddler on the Roof. I have seen a... Fiddler on a roof. Okay, but it wasn't that. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, it was a Saturday afternoon. England had been playing uh, earlier and those people were just everywhere. No, I have seen a um, non-professional production of it. Oh, was that the shit one that the... Which is the one that you saw at... I've seen um, a lot of shit, man. What was the <laughs> shit one you saw at um, Edinburgh? Oh, that was... Oh, if only Sarah was here. That was the um, American High School Association, and they go to Edinburgh, Edinburgh every year and do various musicals, and they absolutely butchered into the woods. Um, <laughs> no, I've seen Full of the Roof, and um, no, that's great. It's got lovely music to it. Um, I Isn't Full on the Roof, is that anything to do with Mary Poppins? No. Is it the same people? No. Is it a sequel? No, it's okay. definitely not. <laughs> I thought it's like a, a, a chimney sweep on a roof. <laughs> like fiddle, I, th- I always thought I always got those kind of com- like not confused, but I always thought they were somehow linked. A bit like how Mary Poppins and Bedknobs and Broomsticks are pretty much the same thing. Wow, wow. No. Also, the Wicked movie with Ariana Grande. Um, absolutely, I will see that and slate her. We will do an entire podcast on that. How I will do an entire podcast on that happily. <laughs> As I said, it's the Chimney Sweep trilogy. <laughs> I mean, that's what, yeah, it's all about roofs, isn't it? Flying over London, roofs. Is, is Fiddler on the Roof, is the roof in, in London? Oh, I actually can't remember all the story, but it's definitely not about roofs in London or chimney sweepers. What about Bedknobs and Broomsticks? These are all very different things. Is that a child catcher in Bedknobs and Broomsticks? No, that's, that's, that's... Something else. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's the one. Oh. If Mary Poppins was a Jewish man in revolutionary Russia, then they're exactly the same. <laughs> there you go. I was going to say, I can't uh, remember all the story, but it's definitely not set in London. I've not seen any. I've seen uh, Sound of Music, and I've not seen Bedknobs and Broomsticks. I've not seen Fiddler on the Roof, and I've not watched Mary Poppins all the way through. I've also never seen Mary Poppins. That feels like a Christmas thing we need to do. Well, we okay. There are, we need to watch 
Bed Novels of Broom 6, we need to watch Mary Poppins. We also need to watch Beauty and the Beast, because you've apparently never seen that, oh. which is mind-blowing. The new one? No, the original. Mind-blowing? It's a cartoon. It's mind-blowing. You haven't seen it. Oh. <laughs> it's not the best. Like, I was like, what? It's not a mind-blowing film. It's not the best oh. film ever. It's not the best Disney film. But I cannot believe you haven't seen it. No. I mean, I've heard the songs. Yeah. Yeah, and R.I.P. Angela Lansbury, you will sit there and appreciate her singing and acting as a teapot. Isn't she the lady from Antiques Roadshow? Was she? Grapefruit. Grapefruit <laughs> is the safe word. Grapefruit. She was, though, wasn't she? Wasn't she? She did present it, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> did she not? I don't think she did. But apparently I'm not gay. I'm just northern. We don't do culture up there. Clearly. The only culture we have is our yogurt in the fridge. That's the only culture we'll have. Angela Rippon. Who, yes. Who's the other one? She's the transphobic swimmer. Isn't she? No, that's... That's um, Angela something. That's... Um, no. Who's the transphobic swimmer? I mean, there's a bunch of them. Sharon... Needles. No. Sharon... <laughs> Sharon Stone? No. <laughs> Sharon Stone is not a transphobic swimmer. Sharon Davis. <laughs> Sharon Davis. That's it. Oh yeah, she's one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the more. Uh, I don't know. I need to drink my coffee or tea it's or whatever. Tea. It is. <laughs> Can't even say what drinks are now without getting them mixed up. Uh, Sharon Osbourne. That was it. <laughs> Big swimmer she is. Oh no. You're thinking of... Um, I'm sure it's Angela. Hang on. This is going to no, irritate me if we don't talk about um, it. Oh, what's uh, Kim Kardashian's dad? No. What's that, what that person's name? It is Angela Rippon. She's a transphobic swimmer. Well, she's not, okay, she's not a swimmer. I'm pretty sure she's a transphobe. Well, don't be shouting out accusations like that without any proof. <laughs> Jesus. Just because she's somebody of a certain age... Not I'm all, not, not all of them. Not all of them are. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Caitlyn Jenner, that's it. That's not, no, I don't mean Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Angela Rippon is definitely who was in my head. Uh, Ballerina Sanders, newsreader, exactly. How come no one holds their mug? Because it's a cold day, Yuffie, and I need to hold my mug. We <laughs> get my hands nice and warm. Hang on. Yeah. Is Angela Rippon a turf? I need to know now. Probably on Desert Island Discs or something saying. Did anybody listen to Desert Island Discs uh, with the guy from... Oh, what's his name? The one from Swaziland. He started crying because he was talking about his... I think his wife died of cancer. Oh, what's his name? He's from Swaziland, which is not called Swaziland anymore. It's called something else, which I've never heard of. Adam Ripper and the Ice Skater. Richard E. Grant, that was it. Richard E. Grant was on Desert Island Fine. Discs. And, you know what? And the Rippon, I publicly apologise. She's not, apparently. There we go. She might be still. We don't know. We will have to. Google is not helping me. Well, if she would like to come on and uh, talk about her views, then she is welcome to. What about gaming? Yeah, no, we'll, just, we'll bring her in the Imagine intro when we don't Angela actually talk Rippen about gaming. Was actually a complete nerd and like loved Elden Ring. Mmm. Yeah, I mean, that would work. Quite a rabbit hole we went down. It was, yeah. <laughs> Remind me to never take you two to a pub quiz. 
I'm great at the music round, okay? Yeah. I can do the music round. Transphobic swimmer Richard E. Grant. <laughs> Angela Rippon is actually a Tekken fan. Ah. <laughs> She, she strikes me more of a, yeah, more of a Tekken than Street Fighter. Maybe she's Mortal Kombat. But is she dead or alive? <laughs> yeah, is she dead or alive? Well, Angela Lansbury's dead, isn't she? She's still dead. Dead or alive, Angela edition. <laughs> yeah. Angela Merkel? Alive. Angela Lansbury? Dead. dead. Angela Rippon? Alive. Alive. Angela, I don't know any other Angelas. I <laughs> know, oh, never, no, there are no other Angelas. Um, so we should, we should really move on. Should we move on to dead or which dead or which Angela? Which Angelas are still alive? <laughs> Angela Merkel, yeah. Is it, isn't it Angela or is it Angela? Angela, but I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, so this is a video game podcast. We have been live for 25 minutes oh, without talking about video games. Angela Bassett. Um, is that is she human? Is ben, what have you been playing this week? I played Elden Ring. Did you like it? No. Uh, well, I played, <laughs> it for, I played it for about 10 minutes and then put it down. Because I turned it on on stream and realised I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, where could I go? Oh, let's go to Kaled. And I walked over to Kaled. That, and, that was your first mistake. Don't go to Kaled. And then something really, really, really slowly from miles away pointed its bow and arrow at me, shot it, and killed me. Yep, I know exactly where you are. But I was. it shot one place, then it shot another, and then it just turned around and shot me right in the face. Well, you need to run away. Well, I was just wondering if it would hit me, and it did. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah, fuck around and find out. But no, I need, I need to get into it, or I need to, I don't know, I just need to go and play a little bit for a while and try and work out what I'm doing with it. But I'm also, part of me is like, am I done with it? You, you need me to tell you what to do. I'm always. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, it, if it was really slow, why didn't you move? I just wanted to see if it was aiming for me or if it was just random angles that it was shooting at. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I like Elder Ring, but I was, I was done with it. I turned it on. You were actually very disappointed. With it. You looked genuinely angry at me. Literally, I came in to your stream with a cup of tea to be like, oh, I wonder how he's getting on. And you're playing New World. Yeah. Like, that's not Elden Ring. It's better. Better combat. It's definitely not, and I have not even played it, and I can tell you for a fact that it's not. It's better story. Although Elden Ring has been nominated for Best Narrative for Let's some not go into that. stupid reason. Let's not go into that. Uh, what, as in, like, you would defend it? No, isn't it's 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 a hot topic on the internet, and I'm not interested in taking part. In well, that. this is what we we are a podcast. We are taking part in hot topics. <sighs> okay, it's not that Elden Ring doesn't have a narrative because it does. It's just that it's pieced together from lore, so it's lore and world building as opposed to telling a story. Does that deserve to be nominated for best narrative? No. Move on. There we go. I feel like the game awards. We're we going to talk about the game awards. Is that the thing? No, that's not up there. No, oh. no one cares about the, the... Okay, we'll talk about the Game Awards. The Game Awards as awards are complete bullshit. Yeah. It's complete bullshit. They just go around a load of journalists and whoever else and people don't really care and throw random names out. And and then Elden Ring will win everything because there isn't a Kojima game out this year for Jeff Keighley to bum. And so instead, it he's going to go for a From Software game. It was justified. But also, uh, have, they, have they not asked you this year? Is that why you like this? No, they did. They asked us. Oh. And I'm did... not going to talk about it. Because that's 
<laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not spilling that tea. Okay. But it does feel like a, just a giant advert. If your mm, if your games award show is a very much a hundred percent for profit, makes lots of money, and is very profitable, are those gaming awards legitimate? No. Like, the whole thing is just what were the biggest games of the year, not what was the best game of the year. It does not represent the breadth on offer of of the games industry. It is just whatever is popular. Um, and that's not what Game Awards should be. And also, people only watch the Game Awards because of the announcements of what's new, yeah. as opposed to actually caring about the awards. Because if so they the cared, whole thing is complete bullshit. If they cared about the awards, people will be tuning into... Is it the Golden Joystick Awards? Is it Golden Joysticks? No one cares about that either. But aren't they... There are no gaming awards that people care about, apart from maybe the BAFTAs. One thing I... You know one thing I really hate? The Oscars. Why? Because it... Oh, it's the worst. A... It's movies. Who cares about them? But it's just full of people. A lot of people. But it's just full of people thinking that they are somehow saving the world by their little shitty movie and slapping each other on the back, being like, "Oh my god, you're beautiful. This look, you look stunning. What are you wearing? Oh, and I'm wearing this. I'm like, you just I don't, don't appreciate give a shit. fashion, is what you're saying. Uh, it's you don't back. like the fashion. I hate Oscars. It's just a load of back slapping and talking. And beautiful people going, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. You're beautiful as well. It's it's bullshit. It's about as annoying as that shite that you watch on TV. Do not come for me with Love is Blind. <laughs> we were watching Trixie and Katya talking about Love is Blind. And even that was pissing me off. Like even the little, the short clips that they had of it was making me so angry. They were like, I love you. I love you. And I was like, Excuse me, these people have not met. Not only have they not met, they've not even seen each other. And in the space of a couple of weeks, they love each other. What the fuck is wrong with the it's, people in that? It's true love, Ben. And as Trixie said, they are full of coom. <laughs> they love the coom. It is... And as I, I don't understand how anybody can watch that and not want to hurl things at the TV. They love each other. They agree to... Don't they agree to marry... Do they agree to marry... Before they see each other, or is it after? Yes, that's the whole point of the show, because love is blind. What the fuck? No. It's... Nothing can get in the way of, of love true love. Love is blind blind. is bollocks. That's what it should call call it. It's bollocks. I mean, it's massively produced, and I will yeah. I will completely slate the show, but like you have to watch it to appreciate that. And I, it's great entertainment over a lunch break. I know you don't quite fathom this but when something is shit you don't have to watch it or finish playing it and this is directed at you for many video wow. games and many tv shows well, i finished the game this week thank you very much was it a good one we'll talk about it oh <sighs> honestly anyway video you, games. you gave up on elden ring and then what else did you play I played New World, as you spoiled. Oh yeah, how was that? It's all right. Um, yeah, so I've started. Well in, I started a new character. They've apparently they've reworked all of the main story quests, uh, which is true because. So one thing they asked you to do in the original before they updated it, uh, that you'll start and you go into a village, and one of the things you have to do is to set up a camp. And I remember at one point outside of that village was like Glastonbury. Because it was just about 50, 60 uh, tents that everybody had done this had to do this mission. So they just they'd camped here, 
Uh, and I got to the the stage in uh, 1.0 or whatever this current build is now um, of where you have to camp. And I saw like one or two around. But yeah, it's nowhere near as bad as it was before. Um, but it's it's good. I enjoy it. The combat's really cool. I've been playing... You'd, you'd like it. I've been playing as a mage. Well done. I've been using the black... Gauntlet, something like that, or... I don't know what it is. Void... No, Void Gauntlet, uh, which I think is like dark magic, um, which was good fun. And it's like an MMO, but it's not got... A, so far, it doesn't have a million keybinds. Um... But you can, you know, you unlock things with all these skill key, uh, skill trees uh, that you unlock for each weapon if you want to. And up to level 20, you can keep respecking, which is nice. Yes. I have a question. Go on then. Um, and I should probably know this as a Final Fantasy fourteen occasional player. What? Um, what's a keybind? I'm not quite sure. Um, I think it's when you <laughs> press a key and it does something. Is that just not a button press? No, because I think it can also mean like shift and this and hold on this. And this is a key bind. I mean, I, sh I feel like it's something I should know, but that's that's lingo that is beyond. Well, don't me. worry, nobody's nobody would know. But yeah, no, I think it's like when you hold control and one and shift and one and, you know, all the various different things. So it's a shortcut. Kind of. Yeah, I think so. Key binds and shortcuts, I feel like they're both usually categorized together. And yeah, and I went into the fountain with three extra lives and Mr. Wibble, and we laid were down. You, were you squirting together? We were squirting together. In a, wow. We had a fountain uh, a fountain trip. Uh, but that was cool. It was, I did a, I cleared a few areas out. Apparently, there's still not matchmaking in this. So when you do dungeons, there's no, there is matchmaking, but like manual search matchmaking. Apparently before, people used to just hang near the start of missions and like beg people to join them. Or in the beginning of dungeons. So it's nothing like Final Fantasy XIV um, when it comes to that, but it's it's just an enjoyable fill, an enjoyable game to just kind of get lost in and goof around. It's very fable esque in the way that it looks. It's very medieval Europe. Um, there's pirates in there. You're pirates, going, yeah, pirates. Where they're all, all from the west. Pirates. Why are you doing a Liz impression? Are you there? Are you the pirates? Uh, <laughs> But there's, yeah, so it is kind of like a, that kind of fantasy, um, medieval fantasy. Oh, hi, Cat. And, yeah, we'll be, I'll be playing a little bit more. I'm not sure how much I'll play it on stream, but it's definitely a game um, that has improved a lot since launch. It's The the main story quest seems a lot more, it, it makes more sense. It, there are things that open up more. It's also very generous with things that you carry and things that you store, which Final Fantasy XIV should take um, a look at, because it's like you... At the moment, I can carry things up to, I think, 300 weight or whatever it is, which is a fair fair whack, considering I'm killing pretty much every single thing I see and then skinning it and then taking it skin. So, that, I mean, that's becoming quite a thing. Um, but also the storage shed you've got, which I think is 1,000, but I think you can also increase it. And I've got the feeling that so there's like a drop-down thing. I don't know if you store it in different towns, so you've got like a 1,000 in each town. But you can also level up your standing in each town to get even more room uh, in the storage shed. So there's there's all sorts that uh, you know you don't need to worry about at the moment anyway. Maybe later game you do. But right now I'm not worrying about uh, not having enough space, and I'm just hoarding. I don't think I've got the time to play this game because no, I don't. haven't played Final Fantasy fourteen yet. So no. I need to catch up on that. Same, and I'm like I've totally uh, no. I'm uh, I love Final Fantasy fourteen, and I'm need to refresh myself on various stuff 
All right, you getting your Trello board out, seeing what games you're playing? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to count what's on my Trello board. Oh dear. The shortcut. It's the shortcut for commands. There's clues. Thank you, clues. Clue says Ben is correct. It's very kind. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I've not played. Oh, I played some more God of War. Are we going to talk about God of War? I was going to. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us. Tell us what games well, no, you're you going to be playing. You can talk about what what how what you think of God of War. God of War is um. God of no, it's really good, but I am just sticking to the main story quest. So I'm enjoying like the twists and turns of the main story. I don't think I've got the interest in it to do the side mission stuff, even though it might add to the story. I know that this game is quite long, so I don't want to make it even longer when I've got some other games that I'd want I want to play. But it's I'm enjoying it. It's very much a movie roller coaster. You know, you're being told this story that's wild things happening and appearing on your screen and it's incredible. It's a bit like Uncharted uh, in that kind of sense uh, without the open world. Well, the open world bits kind of open up after you've done the main story in a certain area. When you bothered to do it. Yeah, yeah which I did one and I was like, oh, kind of got bored. And I did make a, my tweet, well, I did make a tweet that uh, led to GameSpot uh, reporting something incorrect. You lied. I didn't lie. You I was misinformed. Lie. No, you completely misinterpreted one of the options, which was quite clear, and then you made up something about it, and um, apparently people took notice and believed you. It was great. <laughs> so what I did is I was trying to find... I, it was annoying me how they were just telling me how to do the puzzles all the time. So I went into the options, and I was like, oh, I looked in accessibility, because usually you can, be, you can tweak things when you're looking in there. And one of them was, like, extended puzzle duration, and I put it as... Extended plus. I was like, okay, that that's great. And then I did it, and they didn't help me with the uh, with the puzzle in that area. And I noticed it seemed a lot less when I was doing other puzzles in it. Turns out that was just coincidence. Complete coincidence. And apparently, because it literally says gives you extended time for puzzles because there are some puzzles that need to be timed. You have to hit certain things mm. within a time limit, and it just gives you longer to do that if it's something you're struggling with. It's really quite clear in the options what that is. Well, I was and just, you decided to misinterpret that. I misinterpreted it, but I was like, oh, maybe that was just a coincidence then. You know, maybe, maybe making <clears throat> these puzzles last longer meant that it it took longer for the person to you know to make some suggestions. Um, but it didn't. And I thought it did, and I told Patrick Klepek, who retweeted it, and then a load of other people retweeted it. I think I was on like 400 likes and nearly 100 retweets and quote tweets and stuff and i was then somebody messaged and said oh i've just tried this out and it actually doesn't make any difference and i was like okay so i deleted it and then like a couple of days later there was a GameSpot article out saying like yeah here's how to make to stop the people talking um uh, you know and interrupting you and giving you hints and i was like oh no but i deleted my tweets but then i looked and there was a bunch of people that had kind of copied what i'd said and written it um and it was yeah it was nonsense silly ben not silly me. Very silly, ben. Silly journalists that don't check the things that they're writing. Don't you look at me. I always check my sources. I bet you do. You're not one of them. <laughs> well, I know. Conflict of interest. I'm not going to write a story on you. <laughs> Wouldn't... That's how we met. Yeah, I'm not doing it again. Okay, fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've done it. Ah. Um, so I'm also playing God of War. I have played... 
a fair bit more than you have. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, I don't mean like that. Just as in, I'm just further into it than you are. Um, and I have done a lot more of the side content than you have. Um, just no, no, because you focus on the main story. <laughs> no, I'm, and, I'm genuinely not upset that you're good. saying this. Well. And and me, the annoying perfectionist completionist, I feel the need to do all the side content as I go. And I really like the game, but the excitement of it has worn waned. Waned. That's the word. Um, worn off. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, okay. Has has worn off for me a bit. Um, just because I feel like there is so much in that game. It is this like Norse epic of just every single character, every god, everyone has to have their moment. Um, there's just a little bit too much in there. And it will the, the story will say, oh, you need to go here. But why don't you go over here and see what's there? And then you go there and there's an entirely new area to go into with a load of side quests. And you finish that, which leads you to another area. And then there's another area and it's all side content and it's fun and it's good and it's well done but i'm finding myself getting a little bit sort of burned out on the game as a whole because i feel like i'm not achieving very much because i'm not getting very far with the story it's just a lot of combat and a lot of bosses Mm. and it's really well done but it's just becoming a bit repetitive and i think what this game doesn't have that the previous one did have is a focus to the story. So the previous game was very much you are climbing to the top of the mountain to spread your wife's ashes. Um, And the whole game was leading up to that moment. So you always knew what you were aiming for. Whereas with this game, it feels like it's jumping around worlds, jumping around characters, jumping around storylines. And it doesn't quite have that same sense of focus. So I'm never quite sure what I'm actually trying to do in the game, what I'm leading towards. And therefore... I just feel like it's. I don't feel as satisfied by it. Mm. Um, so all that's left is kind of some fun exploration and puzzles and just a lot of combat, which is a bit repetitive. So I really like it. It's beautiful. It's very well made. But I just feel like there's, there's, there is too much in it and it just really lacks a bit of focus. And the more I play it, the more I really feel like that. Um, I sensed it a bit at the start. And that's what a lot of reviews had said as well. Um but now I'm playing more and more of it. I really agree with that. My fingers hurt playing that game sometimes as well. Because it's all L1 and R2, like bashing it a lot of the times. Um, but yeah, it's... And one thing you well, mentioned... you know what you, should, uh, what you should play to get used to that? No. Elden Ring? No. I don't need to get used to it. I need to give my fingers a rest. I should get a PlayStation Pro controller for like 300 and quid, whatever it's don't called. Don't do that. But um, no, one thing you mentioned when you were going like around the corner and the UX, you see all this stuff. One thing I do like about God of War is... They have their little secret path or whatever. They have their little path and they'll have a chest at the end of it. But usually you can see that right away when you're turning around a corner or something. So it's not like, which way do I go? Do I go this way or this way? Which way is the end? Which way is the path that leads to the magic chest? And which way progresses the story and makes me not able to come back again? The level design is very good because it's a maze, but it's very circular. So yeah, you'll see something. Then you're like, oh... How do I get to that? And eventually you work your way around and you emerge next to it and you're like, oh, that's really clever that we've got to that. My beef with that, though, is that you can't zoom the map in far enough to see no, the you parts. Can't. And that really irritates me. <laughs> yeah, no, the map is terrible. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of, as Mr. Whipple says, you can completely remap the controls. I might do that. I mean, that would require effort, but I might do that. Because like, triangle is heavy attack, square is light attack 
as all games should know. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was a good debate. What else have you been playing? Um, what else have I played? I have played a little bit of Sonic, but we are going to be playing some more Sonic after the podcast today. Sonic. That's why Sonic. we've got a blue light behind us. But I did tell you, we need to... I accidentally wore blue as well. Me too. Um, so, um, you're not wearing blue, you're wearing no. grey. Um, so yeah, we'll talk more about Sonic later. I actually really like it. It's flawed, but I like it. Um, I completed a game yesterday. Oh, and you... Can I just tell you when you when Ed completed this game, I was playing Eldering and uh, Eldering. No, what's it called? God of War. Yeah, he was like that. He he jumped in the air, stamped his feet, and going yay! I and did, genuinely I did, did that. Scream and cheer like a child. Can we just before we move on from God of War? You are the most annoying person to play a video game because you were playing. I was playing God of War on the TV, and you were playing this game on your Switch. It's Pokemon. Yeah. And it was great. And then he beat Pokemon, put it down, and oh my god, I, I had to turn it off. He was like, "Do that! Don't do that! Turn press! It. Why are you doing that? Why are you? Why would you do that? You could go for that. Just just do that." Oh my god, it was the most annoying thing. You were not playing the game properly. I was playing the game how I wanted to play it. <laughs> so uh, in future, I will not be playing a game. With you around. Well, I'll be just be like, go play play your Switch. Go and play your Switch while I while I go play this game. I should have remembered that when I was playing COD. And you were like, pass me the controller. You can't do stealth, that's for sure. I don't. Why, why, who do stealth? That's not what video games are for. They're not for stealth. It's for shooting and things. This is the one who likes Death Stranding and whatever else. Death Stranding isn't stealth. Yes, it not is. Not an easy mode. <laughs> you just go through it. Yeah. Let people play games how they want. There's no wrong way to play it. Exactly, Riley. Exactly, unless you're Ben and it is just annoying to watch. Yeah. You get really um, angry because there's apparently a, a thing that I needed to turn and I wasn't seeing it. And you're like, are you looking straight at it? I'm like, am I? I don't know. Yeah, but you... Go on then, have a rant. Well, no, like... you. <laughs> Go on, let it all out. This is the therapy. We've got a couple of therapy here. You're playing a, a, a third-person game and you're, like, swinging the camera around wildly. And if you actually just follow the level design, it generally steers you to what you need to see. And you're swinging the camera around and they're like, oh, I can't see what I'm trying to do. I'm like, it's 60 it's FPS. It's right see. in front of you. That's why I hate 30 FPS games, because I swing the camera around so much, so it's just a blurry mess. Whereas in 60 FPS, it's nice. But oh, no, I don't follow level designs. You know, I want to, I want to see every little bit of it at speed. <laughs> Zachary says at a certain point you're just preaching to the choir we've all watched Ben play a game I mean we've all backseated you playing something yeah that was one of the first things I remember you backseated me playing Final Fantasy 7 remake again you did not understand the basics I didn't need to know the basics I was playing on easy don't need to learn materia or any of that rubbish <laughs> missing the intricacies of strategy yeah just bash square and kill the things it's the best anyway way. I finally, a year later, last night, finished Pokemon Shining Pearl. Ooh, a present I bought for you, you and did buy you for took me. a whole fucking year to play. Yeah. Um, well, I finished the actual main story a few weeks ago, and then last night I finally beat the Elite Four. So I am now the very best like no one ever was. That took you long enough. It did take me a long time. Um, and also, the Elite Four and the Champion are assholes in that game. Although I feel like that's... That's um, 
pretty typical of Pokemon games. Yeah. Is that the game is absolutely piss easy all the way through. And then suddenly the Elite Four, it like mixes up Pokemon types and just makes it like really stupidly hard right at the very end. And I'm I'm all for like challenge, but when the whole game's been really easy, I'm like, I just want to finish it and make it easy. It's just annoying. Um, but anyway, I finally finished that. So that is Arceus and Shining Pearl out the way, which means I'm now all set, ready to play Pokemon Violet this, yeah, this weekend. Pokemon Violet is arriving on Friday. We're going to get the Steelbook version because I got it from the Nintendo store. So if it's late, then uh, we know why. Fancy. Yeah, very it was free. Fancy. It was free with the game. Fine. Yeah. But yeah, um, no, Ed has not played. Unfortunately, Ed has not been able to get a review code for Scarlet or Violet. I've heard about it and I'm not saying anything. Ooh. Um, a review is tomorrow. Yes, the embargo is tomorrow. Nice. Um, what else have I played? Oh, I played Fable yesterday on stream mm. um, as part of my Zelda-like season um, or month. It is nothing like Zelda, which I kind of figured it wouldn't be, but it's a fantasy game and it was fun, so it was an excuse to play it. Um, and I punched a child and it was great fun. Did you? I did. Did you choke a chicken? Or ch- kick a chicken? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, choking the chicken is very different. <laughs> Well, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Not in the game, anyway. Uh, um, no, I punched a child. There was It was literally right at the very beginning. And this child was like, Oh, you should do this. And was really annoying and also didn't have any eyelids. Um, and so I... Oh, chicken chaser, not chicken choker. And there you go. And so I, um, I targeted the child and it turns out you can punch the child. <laughs> um, it was very satisfying. They need that on a, as a new website, you know, like, can you pet the dog? They need, can, can you, you punch, punch the, the child? <laughs> and in Fable, it's a big yes. Yeah. Um, and then you fart on lots of people. There's a dedicated fart button and you can fart on everyone. Like the Abe's Odyssey of yeah. fantasy games. It's great fun. I need to. I very much enjoyed um, farting on people. I've, yeah, I know you do. We finish, I've, uh, I finished it when it was on like Xbox because it was Xbox original, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, I finished it on there back in the day and absolutely loved it. It's one of those games that I finished and was like, I don't want this to end. I want to play a lot more of this. Um, and yeah, it was great. Fable 2, less good. Fable 3, I feel like I played both of them because Fable 3 is a thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely Yeah, there's played. three games. I think what I've heard is that they get progressively worse. Yeah, they definitely do. Even as a kid, I realized that they were getting worse. But the first one was was magic. You can't, can you woo people, can you, you can woo people, but not with the fart button. Can you woo people in the fart button? What? You know, from where the fart comes from. That's the fart hole, not the fart button. I mean, if I press it, it farts. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't it? Open it. Honestly. Mm. Um... So anyway, I finished the game this week, which is nice, um, and I still have far too many to play at the moment. But as Clue said, I'm a journalist, and therefore I need to have a nice breadth of knowledge. But you don't so need to play lots them. of different games. Do you, though? Do you need to finish all these games? You're not doing reviews yes. of them. I still feel the need to finish them. When was the last time you did a review? Wow. Shade. <laughs> we are offk. Was it that one? We are OFK. Mm. We're offk. We're off now. Get your uh... so. Any other games you've been playing, Ed? Good. Oh, by the way, I tried to download Immortality today on my mm. on my um, Netflix phone, 
And it said, we're downloading it. It's 12 and a half gigabytes. I was like, all right. And as it was downloading, it's like, keep this screen open or keep this screen on. And it was going 0.01%. And then 10 seconds later, 0.02%. I'm like, I would have literally had to leave it there for 24 hours for it to download this game on that screen and not use my phone. So it's on the Xbox. Yeah, I think I was going to play on the Xbox. Yeah. But I just, I hate it. Where it's, I, why can't it download? So it downloaded it instantly, which I thought was a bit weird. And then I yeah, went into it and it's like, now we need to download it. I don't, do they get around certain features or certain restrictions by doing this? But just let me download it from the App Store. So annoying. As Gary agrees there. <laughs> Gary's cat agrees. Yeah, Gary's a bit of a typo in there. <sighs> so that was annoying. But yeah, it's so cool that it is available on phone. Maybe I'll play, I'll uh, try and download it on the internet here and hopefully it'll be a little bit faster. Probably. But I've heard very good things about Immortality and I think we should probably both play it before the end of the year when we will be doing mm. our Game of the Year podcast. But doesn't Immortality involve like going into files and like doing some kind of, because people were quite surprised at yes. it even being available on consoles. Never mind a phone. Indeed. Hmm. We can play it together. Sounds, you know, well, that sounds good because I, I think I would find it too boring to play on my own. But we can, you know, use our, because I'm quite a good person at puzzles. So I think we can maybe use that together, you know, use our brain together. I got, I did well in Barbarizu. You. And I've, I've currently got all the word search puzzles in Persona 5, which I'm currently playing. Actually, that's another game. I'm playing Persona 5. I've just beat Kamoshida. Um, and it <clears throat> runs very well on the Switch. That is the home. <clears throat> There's the home of that game. It should have always come out on Switch. That is the perfect way to play it. And then just playing it in like bursts of an hour, sometimes two, if it's really grabbing me, because it is. So yeah, play it, play it on there. Very nice. Hmm. Um, should we see what the uh, community have been playing? Oh, we could do actually, yeah. It's always a nice thing to do. Yeah. As we asked. Yeah, right then. Would you like to say what the listeners been uh, playing? What the listeners been playing? If you want to, we still have time. Uh, we haven't got too many people today, but if you want to add anything, do it in the next few minutes. Go on. Then. So Westman has been playing Flat Eye, which I've never heard of. Um, it's a sim game where you manage a petrol station equipped with different high-tech AI equipment to help customers in loads of different ways, like an AI mirror that can predict your future just by looking at you. A machine that can create any food ever invented by man. Toilets that analyse your poop. One for you, then definitely. Um, and give medical advice. There's also some exclusive customers um, who have their own stories and dilemmas, which you as station manager have to handle and follow. Gold star to the game for having non-binary characters. We love to see that. Um, flat Eye, I've never heard of that. All right, I'm going to Google it. You've, mm. you've got my, you've piqued my interest. Interesting. Mm. Um, Debs has finished Disney Dreamlight Valley. I did not know that was possible. Wow. This is it. This is Flat Eye. Oh, nice. Hmm. Looks funky. Yeah. I like the art style. Um, so Debs finished, uh, Disney. I'm now just waiting for an update. Uh, there's some other stuff I can do, like making friends with critters and decorating my island. Uh, but maybe one day. Also started playing Brotato. Looks at Torn. Mm. Uh, oh, it's the roguelike wave of potato. We talked about that last time. Yeah. Very nice. Um, I just feel like every round I play, there is something I'm missing in my build to actually be able to progress. That's annoying. Continued Vampire Survivors as well. Nice. And I'm working on getting more achievements there. And finally, New World, where I just switched servers and moved to Fae. 
But I've yet to see how my internet connection will handle the battles. Hopefully it won't be too laggy. I just got an email from the Game Awards saying we can go watch it at the IMAX. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. Where the, it's, I love it. It's, it's nothing about the awards. Uh, join us in 40 cities across the US and Canada to see the Game Awards, the IMAX experience, featuring an exclusive preview of Dead Space from EA, in addition to the full and complete Game Awards broadcast. In other words, advert. Yeah, a big advert for Dead Space that will be on YouTube the next day. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Um, Clues has been playing World of Warcraft um, it released a bit of a tidbit for the game so I'm stuck into that for a little but it's mostly Vampire Survivors which was recently released on the Xbox Game Pass I think I'm very fond of these arcade style games where you can play endlessly and have countless builds or combinations of weapons and skills nice mm. Zach says in the chat I've been playing Sleeping Dogs and it's as good as I remember it fighting so good story so good exposure to another language and culture yes 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 that's a game I've never played but I've heard great things about you played it? Sleeping Dogs, yes. Mm. Mm. Um, well, a bit of it, back on PS3. I mean, it's GTA in Hong Kong, oh. but it's good. Uh, Mr. Wubble has played and finished a little to the left. Um, oh, a cute cool. little puzzler, really enjoyed playing it. There are no complicated mechanics. You simply have to figure out the sorting arrangement of things. A lot of the puzzles have more than one solution, so no real reason to get frustrated. Speaking of, has Ed played this yet? Um, we are going to be playing that next Wednesday. So after next week's podcast... We're going to be playing a little to the left, and I am probably going to get very agitated with you. Yeah, I'm going to be controlling it. Are you? Yeah. Today, by the way, we're going to be covering yeah Sonic Frontiers. We're going to do a quick look of that, and also one of uh, Pentiment, which is like we're just going to do a short one of that because we don't want to spoil anything, and also it's you'll get the idea of it quite quickly whether it's yours or not. Nice. Your type of game, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie has just got back into No Man's Sky recently. It's been several months since I last played, and they have made quite a few changes to the UI and the like in that time, so it took me a while to figure it out again. They changed the inventory system for the player and vehicles to make it simpler and less confusing, which is good. Well, that would really irritate me after a long time if mm. it suddenly changed. <laughs> um, they have also significantly changed the layout of freighters and how you build in them, which seems good, but was very jarring. I think that most of the changes to the freighters was to eliminate a bug where if you activated your jetpack in certain areas of the freighter, you had a very real chance of clipping through the floors or walls and floating through space until you died. I mean, that's not good, is it? Sounds fun. Um, for a game that isn't subscription-based, they are constantly adding new content and working to improve it, and I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Hmm. Uh, Moon Princess is still playing Dreamlight Valley. Still. So many people are. Mm. Are you going to continue that? Yeah, um, like from time to time. It's a game that pops up and I enjoy. Yeah, nice. Uh, and also downloaded Marvel Snap, so I'm slowly being sucked into that too. I've downloaded it, but I have not started it because I'm scared to. I've played three games, and yeah, it's fun. It's a card game, and if you like those, it's great. I just I need to like play a load of them so that I can just kind of pop it up and play without even thinking about it. But at the moment, I'm still learning, and I think you have to get play a fat like play ten, eleven, twelve, whatever games just to kind of understand what it's all about. And then go and uh, then you can just kind of just pick it up and play whenever. Speaking of which, I yeah downloaded Warzone 2.0 and I can't wait to play that. You're in. <clears throat> well, you know, I'm sure you'll have a little, your little chirping in my side of my ear. Pew, pew, pew. Why don't you shoot that? Why don't you? Why aren't you killing it? You shoot, shoot in the head. Just click on it. No, I'm going to stick to playing story games Ooh. on my own. Ooh, there is a story. What, story. shoot the terrorists? Yeah, shoot to wow. become the final Bro. team. Oh. 
absolutely no interest in that game. No? Zero interest. Well, I'm going to play a lot and I'm going to talk all about it next week. Great. Well, we should talk about the headlines, a lot of which is <laughs> this week has been COD, um, which I am... Uh, um, in no interest? In no, no interest in talking about. So so we're not going to talk about COD. Why not? Because I, I like Call of Duty. No, like some stuff's happened in COD and it's out. People are buying it. Well done. There you go. That's All right. About what it. about... Tell me more about Sonic, because you love Sonic. Sonic. Um, well, there's a few little bits of Sonic news, but the main one um, from over the weekend is that the game's director basically said that um, <laughs> the release is a global playtest and is not quite there yet. Um, so it was admitted that there's still a long way to go. So people are noticing a lot of flaws in Sonic, which we'll talk about when we play. Um, it's It doesn't run the best. <laughs> Uh, and it definitely could do with some updates and some tweaking. So it seems like they will continue to do that, which on the one hand is nice, but on the other hand, why did you release it if it wasn't finished? Yeah, and also like a global t- playtest is not something you should pay for. Global no. playtest is what you download, like for example Splatoon did, like Nintendo love to do global playtest before a game goes live to test that all everything works, and they're free. And I feel like this maybe should have been free if it was just a global playtest or... I mean, it really wasn't a global playtest. It was just their first iteration of something, which is great. You know, similar to how Legend Arceus was their own little version, their own little test to see whether this thing would work or not. And it was bugged. It was pretty buggy. It had things that were, you know, didn't work in it. But, you know, just stick with it. Don't just call it a global playtest. That just kind of you invalidates it. You have to specify it. that it's early access, not just release a game and then afterwards be like, oh, no, no, we're going to change it. Mm. So, yeah. But yeah, the game is the game has flaws. I still love it. When they say it's a <clears throat> global playtest, does that mean they're going to update it or do they mean like the sequel will be better? Um, I don't think they're thinking... Well, they probably are thinking of a sequel at this point. Mm. But whether it's the same style of game, we'll have to see. I hope it is. I hope it is as well. But because, you know, there's potential. Like Arceus, there was potential there and there were lots of things I loved about it. In fact, it was the first... Um, Pokemon game that I finished since Red Blue. So it you know it was definitely fun to play and it was nice and different and it stopped me from always banging on about how like it's just the same fucking thing again and again and again. Um it was a nice change from that. And it came out this year, two Pokemon games this year. Mm. Wild. Very nice. I don't wonder if we'll get two Sonic games within a year. I doubt it. Mm. Well actually we have. We had Sonic Origins. Uh, but that was old games. So it doesn't really count. No. There we go. All right. Um, Splatoon 3. There is an update coming in December, um, which is adding some new game modes. Mm. So it's adding Big Run, which is basically a new version of Salmon Run, um, but with all the big salmonids, all the boss ones. Okay. I liked, I enjoy Salmon Run. I think that's, in fact, I've played more of Salmon Run than anything else yeah. combined in that game. Salmon Run's fun. Yeah. It I makes you it. very frustrated, though, because you go up the ranks. And because other players are terrible. This is why I don't like playing games online. Mm. But things like you, so you play it, and if you win like three in a row, you'll probably go to the next rank, if I remember rightly. But, but you go, you start off with the base rank, so it's quite easy. Then there's the rank above it, which has a little bit more of a challenge. And I'm pretty sure like the next rank, you need to be speaking to everybody and know everything about it. Otherwise, you're going to just get absolutely murdered. There, there's no kind of in the middle. Mm. And I kind of wish there was also one where... You could just play and stay in the same rank. It'd be great if you could just keep... Well, there's, there's the unranked mode. Of Salmon Run. 
Mm, or maybe not Salmon Run. I just feel like I don't always want a really big challenge. I just want to have fun and play Salmon Run. I don't want to be facing against these massive bosses and worry about being relegated. Just keep me in, you know, I'm like, don't promote me. Just keep me here. you just got to be good then. I am good, but I'm not a pro. Wow. Um, they're also adding X Battles, which is like a new tier of of people who are particularly good. Um, and then they're adding in some new um, some new maps, some new weapons, etc., etc. So December, look out for a big Splatoon 3 update. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I mean, you've written how many stories about Sonic this week? Sonic? Yeah. Four? Oh, okay, because you were on like Sonic Duty one day, weren't you? Yeah, Monday. I can see here there is an Elden Ring story that wasn't written by you. What the fuck? It was, it was because Victoria wrote it yesterday when I was, when I was off. I hope you're going to have words with her. Well, we've got another Elden Ring story, which I did write, which is my 96th, I think. Should we just skip to that one then? No, no, no. Okay. Um... Well, we all know Elden Ring has sold really well, and it's it's um, it's nominated a lot of the game awards. Um, it has now surpassed seventeen point five million copies, which is just wild that a Soulsy from Software game has sold that much, and people love it that much. Hmm. Um, that's a lot of copies. Yeah, how many Wii U's were sold? Thirteen point five six million. Yeah, there are way more copies of Elden Ring than we use. Yep, actually, it doesn't sound really impressive. That no, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a it's a very popular game. Who knew? I know. Who knew for a game with terrible narrative and annoying <laughs> enemies? There you go. It's not going to be my game of the year. But speaking of Elden Ring and Souls games, um, next time. Um, there is a Twitch streamer. Me? Who was no. playing it? Oh, my God, did he really write Dino, cool. Dino Sindgale. Dino Sindgale. His real name is Nico. And he has completed what is called The God Run 3, which is basically all of From Software's Soulsborne games, all in one run without dying once. Oh, sorry, without getting hit once. And the the thing is that if you get hit, you have to go back and play all seven games again. So that's Demon Souls, Dark Souls One, Dark Souls Two, Dark Souls Three, Bloodborne, Sekiro, and Elden Ring. Playing all seven of those games without getting hit once. And he's not the first person to do it. Somebody else did it. It was a Spanish streamer who who already did it. Um, but this guy um, did it a couple of days ago. And there's a very nice video of him crying, um, probably out of exhaustion, and his wife coming in, cuddling him and saying, you know, how wonderful it is. And it is wonderful. Yeah, and like it's very continue with your marriage now. But also, get a fucking life, you nerd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is very, to be fair, it's very impressive. Like, without taking a single hit through those games, is even just in one of them is impressive, let alone all seven. I can't even take a single... I get hit by the weak enemies along the bridge, along, like, just walking along, they'll just randomly hit me. Yeah. Why would anybody do that? I mean, yes, it's a challenge and it's something, you know, difficult to do, but honestly, how as well? Yeah, it, it's, it's wild. People, people spend a lot of time in these games. Maybe not all 17 and a half million of them, no. but a lot of people like it. Just, I, yeah, 120 days. Is that, mm-hmm. like, is that all the tries? Or did it take 120 days to finish them all? I think it was 120 days to finish them all. What's wrong with them? Yeah. Anyway. Um, a quick PSA. 
it's Black Friday coming up soon. Um, and there are leaks and rumors that Sony are going to be discounting PlayStation Plus. Um, so basically for buying a year's worth of PlayStation Plus, um, they're going to be discounting it all by 25%. So, and that's across all tiers. So if you were going to get the top tier, also the middle tier, it would now be... 75 quid oh, sorry, for the, the premium. Top, the top tier would be 75 quid instead of 100. Um, so yeah, if you were thinking of of uh, of signing up to PlayStation Plus, then I would wait for a, for a Black Friday deal. Is it really £100 a year? Yeah. So that's like £8 a month for the maximum. I thought it was a lot more than that. You sure that's not a quarter? No. Who wrote that? This? Is Tom. That's oh. correct. Okay. Yeah. I thought hundred quid a year. I just paid like forty quid for three months. Well, it costs more if you do it by three months as opposed to by year. Yeah, forty quid just came out of my bloody account. Well, bad timing for you. Very bad. Huh. Um, I don't think Microsoft have ever actually discounted Game Pass. No, in terms well, of like for a sale or something. Mm. So it kind of shows that Sony need more people to subscribe because they're discounting it. We will see. Well, Black Friday is going to be great and I cannot wait to uh, to watch, uh, to see all the things that are going to be on sale because I'm going to go and buy a load of things. Good. Um, and then lastly, um, the nominees are out for the first ever video game Grammy Award. So the awards for the Grammys, uh, the nominees for the Grammy Awards came out, and this will be the first year, well, actually it's next year, I guess, when the awards are, is the first time that there is a specific video game category. I'm really happy they're doing this because video games, especially these days now, have got amazing soundtracks. Even what were we playing? I mean, obviously God of War. You know, it actually, I was looking at Spotify the other day and it popped up and said, oh, do you want to listen to the God of War uh, soundtrack playlist, God of War Ragnarok playlist? I was like, oh, go on then. And I played a couple of songs. And I was like, you know what? This obviously has got a worry recognised from when I was playing it. But sometimes you don't even recognise just how good the music is in a game. Because uh, it's kind of in the background and you're you know, killing all sorts of things at the same time, screaming and shouting at you. But it's like, yeah, genuinely there are so many really good soundtracks that they deserve this. And I'm really happy. So games have been nominated before but they were included in the um, score soundtrack for visual media category, which mm. included TV and films and everything else. So not many have been nominated. Um, Austin Wintry was nominated in 2013 for Journey, um, mm. which was quite high profile at the time. Um, but now they have a specific category. So if you scroll down, the nominees are Aliens Fireteam Fire Elite, which is also Austin Wintering, oh, so I go. wonder why he's got nominated. Mm -hmm. um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Dawn of Ragnarok, which is the DLC. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard. Marvel's Guardian... By a guy called Bear. <laughs> Bear McCreary. Uh, that sounds Mar like a character from Call of Duty it Vanguard. Does. Yeah. It really does. Uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. And Old World, which I've never even heard of. But Guardians of the Galaxy, isn't that mainly 80s music? Well, it's a it's a soundtrack. It's not oh, a score. Well, there okay. is a score as well. But yeah, then there's like 80s tracks. Old World is a video game that is all right. Historical turn-based strategy 4X video game. So it's one of those nerdy ones. Also, can you go back to the story a second? I can. Because I've just noticed something. Is there a typo? No. Oh. So scroll down a bit more. That's what I thought. Huh. So Old World was composed by Christopher Tin. 
Who? Uh, Christopher Tin was the first composer to win a Grammy for a video game, which was in 2010, um, where he won the Best Instrumental Arrangement with Vocalist Award for a song that was composed for Civilization IV. Huh. And then, and then Austin Wintry was nominated in 2012. And funnily enough... Both of those people have now been nominated in this in this award category, and the thing is, is that to be nominated, you have to um, you have to be a paying Recording Academy member, or or I think to nominate you have to be that. Um, so it's kind of only people who bother to do that who are going to get nominated, um, and clearly lots of video game companies don't know about this or care about it, so they haven't paid to nominate. Um, and so, funny enough, two previous winners slash nominees have now been nominated again. You're trying to say that it's all... Uh, it's all a farce. Yeah. A, a video <laughs> game awards or an awards ceremony being rigged and just completely, like, biased. It's just like the Game Awards. It's just like the Oscars. It's just like the BAFTAs. It's just like everything else. Yeah. It's boss. Yeah. Where are the Japanese composers? Exactly. Exactly. Honestly. Yeah, the Japanese composers are the pioneers in this. Who's doing the um, music for 16? Is it Nobu? Nobuyo? Or did he retire? Um, I'm not going to try and say the name. Uematsu. Uematsu. Um, I, no, it's um, So Soton. So. I think it's Soton. It's the same as 14. Okay. All right. Uematsu is... Are they currently retired? Soken. Soken. Mm. That's the one. I was close. <laughs> but yeah, no... Um, um, oh, wait, no. They're doing Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Um, and Dungeon and Fantasian, which has already come out. Uh, modulation Final Fantasy Arrangement. What's that one for? That's not a video game. That's Other. That's Other. What is Other? Oh, oh, yes. No, Modulation. That is a vinyl. Look, look very fancy. Um, yeah, okay, so they're not really doing... The last thing that they did was... Oh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, and 15 Comrades. That's mm. it, really. Huh. So, yeah, no, it's Soken, who does 16. Okay. Well, fingers crossed... Which, there was a story about that today, but it's slightly spoilery, so I didn't want to bring it up. Okay, don't then. Um, <laughs> also, yeah, what do you think about content creator Nibelian featured in the... Content Creator Award for the Game Awards. Well, that's silly because they're not doing it anymore. But they're creating content. They've created a lot of content on Twitter and they're saying like, it's a, you know, aggregating news and getting these things before other people. That's not content creation. That's aggregating news. We heard it first here. Ed (laughs) dislikes Nibelian. No, I loved Nibelian when they were... But they were always the first to announce stuff. So you follow them, you know you're going to get the news. But that's news, that's not content creation. Now you just have to follow Wario64, and but I then you get all the ads do. as well. I already do. Yeah. And yet the most anticipated game, it's like Final Fantasy sixteen, Zelda. It's like, I, okay, well, yes, we all want to like play these games. Of course we do. Like Content, silly mm, content creator, sure. You know, just make a little popularity contest of who's, you know, the hot one at the moment. That's fine. Um, but... Like the hottest one, not as in hot as in. Well, hot. they'll literally just choose like six white men who are like, bro, I play Call of Duty, I'm a content creator, and then they'll win. If you should do that, then you should get some. Uh, wow, 
You should get. You should need to play Call of Duty. Um, but yeah, no, I hate most anticipated game awards because most anticipated game award just means which game has had the most promotion and paid for the most promotion. Here, have an award for it. People are really excited by seeing the adverts for your game. Here's an award. Yeah, silly. It is it's pointless. Absolutely pointless. Yeah, which social team does PPC well? I don't know what PPC. Press, pol pre isn't it? Some police commissioner. Something per click. Okay. Puffs per click. Puffs per cock. Paper click. There we go. Paper click. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, that was the news. It was. And that was the podcast. That was the podcast. That we, we've was... ranted a lot today. It's been great. We didn't even start talking about <laughs> video games till half an hour in. Um, but Ed, where people that want to watch this podcast or they want to listen to it, where can they watch slash listen to it? Uh, you can find us on YouTube.com slash swapping joysticks. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Amazon Podcasts. Mm. Um, all your your other favourite podcast platforms. Uh, if you go to swappingjoysticks.com, you will find all the links there. And you can also just go to your favourite podcast player, type swapping joysticks in there, or just ask it to swapping joysticks, and it'll magically appear there. Because we're available like on all of the different platforms. Nice. Just search for it, you'll find it. If you're listening to it on a podcast, great, you've did you've done it. You've made it. You have clicked things and made it work. Great. If Please you, leave us a review and like and subscribe. Yeah, I don't think yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can. Follow, like. Whatever. Whatever these things are. Yes. But uh, yeah, we um stick around because we are going to be doing the quick looks for Sonic and also uh Pentiment. 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 I don't even know what that means. It's, it means I feel like we're gonna do a really un- educated quick look because I'm like I don't know what this is I don't know what this means pentiment is a, it's an art term oh I thought it was just sentiment with a p because it was like no a it's an actual art term oh you well unfortunately nobody here knows anything about medieval music so uh, we'll be art. art writing whatever we'll be patient um where can people who are just sticking with us for the podcast. Where can they find you, Ed underscore Knights? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights on Twitch and on Twitter. Ah, nice. And uh, do you still have the blue tick? Yes, but I didn't pay for it. No, you're going to lose it soon. Give a shit. <laughs> and uh, you can find me at BiggestBenus1 on Twitter. Although hopefully if Elon does stick by his promises and deletes accounts that have been inactive for like more than a year or so, I will be BiggestBenus on there. Unless some twat uh, steals it first. Uh, but you can find me mainly at twitch.tv slash biggestbenners, youtube.com slash biggestbenners. Just go to biggestbenners.com and you get all the links to my socials and that. Nice. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, what? Well, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks mm. for sticking with us. Uh, we'll be back next week for more podcasting and another quick look. So see you all next time. Keep swapping. Saliva. <laughs>